You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But you know what we got to do before we get to the show? You got to hit us up on all those social media outlets. So go to the Twitter and hit us up on the TNW pod. Or hit us up on the Facebook at uh, Talking Wrestling. Uh, send us a Gmail at TalkingWrestling.gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we are also uh, on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a good review and five stars. We'd appreciate that. We are available on Spotify as well. Go to Spotify. Check out Talking Wrestling there. When we're also available where most uh, popular podcasts are found. Uh, with that said, it is now time to start the show. Uh, my host. With the most, who loves cinnamon toast, and he's more than six feet away because I'm across the country. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Reese Turner. What's up, buddy? Big Daddy Cinnamon Toast Crunch coming at you from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was in a bathroom. I got a TV behind me, but this is a. I'm in a small basement Airbnb. In uh, in a crazy neighborhood in Calgary, uh, waiting to leave to go to Kamloops tomorrow. So um, yeah, very very exciting times. Actually, <laughs> I'm kind of behind on the wrestling because uh, just when you're on the road, it's hard and the time change and uh, you know. But um, yeah, so Sammy Guevara, that he, the last time we were talking. He was going into that match, and it looked like he was gonna. He said he was gonna buy his uh, uh, El El. What is it? El Fierro? El? No, he bought him a Fierro. El Fargo. <laughs> El, El Fuego. He, Del Sol, baby. Yeah, he bought. He bought him a, a Del Sol as a type of character. Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> so yeah, but the crazy thing is, Sammy uh, Sammy Guerrero Guerrero beat the Redeemer. And, uh, and I was in my, like, I was, so I was at my show and I was in my room or my hotel room late at night. And when I watched it, I was like, Oh, (laughs) and this is, uh, the umpteenth time AEW has made me cheer out loud by myself. Uh, and it's absolutely ridiculous, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, somebody did this thing. They put it on uh, Facebook. There's something on Miro's belt uh, that kind of foreshadowed his loss. Uh, it was like, it, it's like a story relating to, I don't know, something. <laughs> and he had, he was going to face like seven or eight challenges, but on the eighth one, he would fall. And it was like, somebody put all this together. They made a whole Twitter thread about it. I can't find it right now. I wish I could, but it was all about how like his title loss was foretold on his own belt, baby. That's crazy. That is uh, it. it's cool as shit. 
Uh, uh, Sammy Guevara is the new TNT champ, and uh, he's the third person to hold the title because or it was Cody originally, and then and then uh, the Redeemer took it. Did he take it from Cody? No. Or who who no. lost? Uh, who Brody got Lee. it from? Brody Lee had it. That's right. And, he did and then have uh, Darby it. Allen took it from Brody Lee. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. And Darby Allen. Darby Allen is uh, pretty high up in the uh, PWI top 500. I he's think he's a very exciting the, uh... wrestler to watch. Well, you know what? It's like he's in the top 10, and it's just like kudos to. Uh, and like I know he was popular on the indie scene, but now he is like he's a bona fide star. Yeah. You can put him in a main event with, uh, you know, I love it. I, I, I'm just repeating what I've said time and time again. I love that AEW creates stars like Orange Cassidy and and yeah. and uh, Darby Allen, Darby Allen and MJF. And I, I even I've even come to this revelation uh, today, just before the show, as I was thinking about how great MJF is on the mic, and then I was thinking about his plaid scarf, and I thought, who else was great on the mic that wore plaid? And I was like, he's the new Roddy Piper. Because he's got a vicious streak to him. Yeah. He's the best on the mic. And I think that scarf is an ode to Roddy Piper's kill. You know, maybe I'm wrong. But, but you know, uh, it, it, it's if there's any wrestler out there today that reminds me of Rowdy Roddy Piper, it's MJF. Yeah, I would say MJF. I, like, aura-wise, I would say John Moxley. Cause he doesn't yeah. give a, like, yeah, he just, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to come and I'm going to mess you up, brother. You know, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild man vibe, you know? Totally, totally wild man vibe. Uh, yeah, probably. It might be, he might be the Piper from the later years when wearing a leather jacket, but yeah, the young cool. Piper, yeah, you know, like, like the, the young Piper from Georgia wrestling. You yeah. see him in the green little tights, the green little plaid tights uh, that he used to good. have, you know. And uh, I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's fantastic. So you know, it's pretty. I don't know. What do you think, the listeners? Weigh in. Tell yeah, us. Get involved, people. Get involved. Tell us is is, is MJ, who is the new Roddy Piper? Is it uh, because Ronda Rousey's gone? Yeah, so it's not right. Ronda Rousey anymore. So who is it? Is there a new Roddy Piper? Is there a new Hulk Hogan? No, there's no new Hulk Hogan. Um, it would be hard to say, say if there Drew was. Drew McIntyre is Scottish Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Eat your vitamins, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you watch any of the draft? I missed it all. Who got? It looks like okay. Raw got everybody. everybody and yeah. SmackDown got somebody. Like, Raw it's got what... A lot of people. A ridiculous amount yeah. compared to some lockdown. Mm-hmm. But I guess you got three hours, you get more picks, maybe. I would imagine so. You need more people to fill the talent, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just hate the draft. I hate it. I want it to be over. I fucking I hate it so much. Because in three months, it's not going to fucking matter anyway. No, they'll start crossovering people and this and this and that. It's always stupid. And yeah. uh, you know, and it just feels like it's a way to like appease temporarily either Fox or the USA Network. You know, it just feels like a no, no, look, you got him now. Yeah, and then in like three months, it's like, 
Oh, he's over on SmackDown. Sorry, USA, you got nothing. Yeah, and 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 uh, and Roman Reigns didn't even leave any. Like he's still on SmackDown, and mm-hmm. so is the Usos, the Bloodline. They've yeah. kept mostly they like they they've kept most of the tag teams together. Yeah, they know. broke up the Big New Day again, but they're like Biggie's the champ. He can go to either one, right? Isn't that the whole deal? They can appear where they want because they're champs. No, 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 no. One champ is champ of Raw. One champ is champ of uh, SmackDown, basically. So, like the champ, champ of Raw can't show up and then be like this: "Yo, champ of SmackDown, you're a punk bitch." Yeah, no, that can't happen. But fucking the, what? But the <laughs> but the tag but the tag team can go. No, the women's tag team can go back and forth. But that's the only on, one. That's the only champions that got this whole, whole champions can float around and do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's so stupid. But who's the stop? Who's the stop? So uh, another guy from a uh, champion from just walking into the other uh, the lion's yep. den and be like, yeah, no, we're no wonder SmackDown's the B show. They got a B grade champ, baby. Well, Look they were at us. <laughs> they were just doing it all before the the the, the goddamn. Fucking uh, draw or the raffle or the the draft. The raffle. <laughs> they, they, yeah, the raffle. Here's who you get. Um, you know because they just had Big E versus Roman Reigns versus uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. On on Raw. So you know, uh, so don't tell me it can't happen. Fuck, don't. don't even like the AEW is like the fourth wall, the fourth door opens up. WWE they don't even have a fucking two way door to go to the other fucking. Mm. You know, to go to the other show. No, and when they come uh, over, they get what? But NXT, uh, the people, uh, the people are liking the NXT 2.0. NXT 2.0, that's what I'm calling it. And NXT 2.1, 2L, 2L, just NXT point oh. Oh, 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 one oh. Um, well, I just think I think it's funny that and like NXT 2.0. I was like, wasn't isn't that the tag team that's now in AEW? Wasn't yeah. they weren't they two point zero in NXT? Yeah, uh, you know these guys uh, and their you know fucking uh, rebrands. I, I don't care for NXT. I never did care for NXT, and that caught me some shit back in the day. Everyone was like, it's the better wrestling, and I was like, yeah, probably, but it just feels like I'm watching like a developmental show, especially because every time. Somebody got brought up to the main roster. It's just like here's a repackage, and now they're sucking. You know, like yeah, cool, cool. Well, I yeah. remember. I would say out of the NXT, the best debuts were by okay. I gotta say, Kevin Owens had a fantastic NXT debut. Yep. He just came in and beat Cena on Raw. It doesn't get any better than that. Oh, real good. Uh, the night after WrestleMania, uh. Cast and Enzo, they had yep. a great and they they had a great debut. Yep. Uh, it's too bad. Well, it's too bad about those guys. Yeah, I was just about to say, can you remind me how all of those guys are doing right now on main roster? <laughs> yeah, they Enzo's cutting a rap album, begging people to listen. Yeah. Getting kicked out of Survivor Series. Is, um, you know, like I was there. He was in the crowd. I could see him across with his foot on. Like, is that Enzo? <laughs> well, meanwhile, Buddy Murphy's pissing his pants. I was like, "Why? Why?" Uh, the best thing was that night. Um, it was a woman that took Enzo down. Like That's the woman amazing. from the stable center went and tackled him, 
and dragged him to the back. And uh, if I was a wrestler, though, and that happened, like, I would get a hold of Enzo and just, like, Big Show was in the match. Like, just to respect to, it was like a, a big tag match at the time, like a four-on-four four or something like that. Yeah. And just to respect to all those wrestlers, like, this is the match you're going to try your shenanigans in. Yeah. You know, it's like we're gonna wait till the big shows match because nobody fucking likes that match, anyways. Dude. You know. Sorry, that was uh Paul White uh back in the day. So uh I like the giant over uh, all the, the Paul giant. Whites. The I like the great. giant is the my favorite. Yeah. So and 100%. then uh and then big show, uh just tights and the braid, the long braid. No, I hated that one. <laughs> you say interesting choice, Casey. Interesting choice, my man. <laughs> Did you? Um, so let's talk about this because this is uh, yeah. this is pretty cool. Um, the, uh, the so yeah, we got a, We got an email mm-hmm. from from friend of the show, uh, mm-hmm. alumni, mm-hmm. Halifax comedian uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Freed, yeah. and uh, Ryan Freed uh, is involved. In wrestling in the Maritimes uh, down great. in Nova Scotia, and uh, and so anyway, he was doing some ring announcing, but now he looks like he's a heel manager, uh, and he uh, Channing Decker, it went down to Nova Scotia to wrestle for the title, and in a, in a hardcore match, yeah. and uh, and Ryan had never met Channing Decker. He now to the people that listen to the show. We've talked about Channing Decker many times. Oh yeah, he's he's a friend. He's a friends with Reese. Friends uh, of the show. He's a friend on the show. He's an alumnus of the show. He's also uh, runs Greektown Wrestling. Who were huge fans of Greektown Wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. Also in a basement of a church, and uh, you know, and uh, Channing Decker is just a great wrestler, and he also plays a lot of the recreation roles on Dark Side of the Ring. Specifically, Brian Pillman. He played Brian Pillman for an entire episode. Yeah, or, I think well, he also played a young Chris Jericho as well. Young Chris Jericho, or the shadows of them, because yeah. you know, <laughs> like he's just sort of—he's never really lit up. The out of focus silhouette. Yeah, you would know his silhouette walking into the ring. I would tell you that right now. Um, actually, his silhouette does look a, a lot like Brian Pillman's. I will say that the from the Pillman. from his. No, I think. Pillman from um, the Heart Foundation later in the years because the way his You're hair right. is. You're right. Yeah, because of his hair. You're right. 100%. Yeah. You're and, right. Uh, I capitulate. Now, mind you, I don't think I, I know Channing's been filming movies and he hasn't been wrestling as much because, uh, you know, the, 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 he looked like he was, a, he didn't look like the Channing that I know pre COVID. That's all I'm saying. It looked like COVID 19 and hit him as well. Uh, but in a, but in a, now look at me. I'm a big fat fuck. You're saying that he, uh, I'm now afraid of what Channing Decker would do to me. I don't want to even talk about it. You saw what he did to our poor friend Ryan. You're angling for one of those guys. <laughs> he, he threw that fucking chair in his face. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it for Ryan. He it wasn't ringside him. anymore. He was done. And it then cranked we see, him. We see the picture. He's uh, busted open up on the top of his eyebrow. Uh, oh, my God. So it just said, I met your friend Channing Decker the other night. You see a picture of a chair hitting him in the fucking face. And then it's just like him and Channing with the belt afterwards, and he's all bandaged up. So kudos 
to Ryan Freed. Because yeah. I could I, I could not do that, man. I could not. Not in not in my age now. Like get maybe hit back with a chair? With... No, I don't want to get hit in the chair with it. Get hit with a chair? Like just have a chair thrown in your face? Yeah. Sheepers. I don't know. Oh man. Fun. And this match had ladders, it had tacks, it had tables, it had, it had concrete, <laughs> it had everything. And uh yeah, it's um it was a crazy match. So that was yeah. uh so kudos to Ryan for surviving. But old Chairface Freed. That's your new nickname, Chairface. Deal with it. <laughs> Chairface Freed. Yeah. Yeah. That's your new name, baby. I'm putting it on a shirt next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Chairface Freed. <laughs> you know, Chairface Freed is a Canadian boy. He's a Canadian boy. The people upstairs, the, the people upstairs, like, why well, are you supposed to be quiet? I'm like, yeah, I'm yelling, good Canadian boy. It's too late. It's too late. Um, I'm so sorry, Airbnb host. <laughs> There's a crappy internet here. He might get a, he's not getting a five-star review, not from me. So, uh, 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 uh. The, um, what else What else do we got going on in wrestling here? Uh, oh, that suplex that you sent me from Bandito. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, when, That's now, crazy. Did, now, wasn't Bandito with Penta and Phoenix at one time in AEW? Were the three of them together? Maybe the first maybe, all out? Maybe they did a couple trios things together. I, I can't remember. It just seems Bandito, you know, should come on and get with them. You know, it'd be like, yeah. oh, they're just so great. They're just so great. Like, that's it. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching I, uh, uh, Dark last night. Uh, yes, which it, one was this one? Or, or was it Elevation? I can't remember. But uh, it was Fuego Del Sol and Marco Stunt versus Wardlow and Sean Spears. Oh, it my was, God. was phenomenal. Really? Uh, Mark, Marco Stunt attempted like a, a, a crossbody, like a off-the-ropes crossbody. Wardlow didn't fucking move. Uh, and then, like, Marco does his, like, run around shit, and he goes to run past him, and Wardlow pressed him up a good 10 feet in the air and then caught him and then power slammed him. It was so impressive. Oh, my yeah. God. It was the, the best press power slam I have ever seen in my life. I, I popped so hard. I love these mismatched size fights. You know, you know the little yeah. guy. You, you get your offense in, but you don't got a shit. You ain't got no shot. You ain't got no shot. And as soon as Wardlow fucking got him, at one point, Sean Spears did a double fucking C4. Is that the name of his uh, Death Valley driver? Yeah, I he think got so, both yeah. of them, Marco Stunt and Fuego Del Sol, gave them both it at the same time. Now, um, okay. So speaking of the smaller guys, we all know that Lilo Rush is coming into AEW. Yeah. Uh now is he gonna do? Is he trying to do Matt Hardy's money, big money gimmick too? No, Are he's just a, also a well. He's just also a, a wealthy guy, man. I'm a businessman. I'm Leo Rush. I'm out here. I'm making moves, making money moves. He'll oh, probably man. end up taking private party away from Matt Hardy. Oh, yes, I can see that. A bunch of young, hip, fun dudes. Then you throw in, 
you got to get uh what's his name uh, you know a, a butcher and the blade you got to get uh they're they're hardy loyalists i think they'll stay with hardy uh, yeah in, until the end of the faction but i don't see private parties sticking around that much longer they've kind of been like you know uh, shuffled off to the background a little bit i think they're going to be the first ones to defect and if yeah you know why, you not, know, why they, not to leo they used to be the uh the, they used to be the the uh, the street profits of AEW, or or uh, the street or the are the are the, the street profits the party posse of the WWE. Which way is it? Is which way know. does it fall? Who knows, baby? Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm I like the street profits are, are. I think they're bigger and they. Have the edge, but I think that's a dream match. That's like the, uh, you know, the Rock and Roll Express versus the Rockers or something. You know, that's. Kind of, uh, but it would be like I think Private Party may be a lot smaller than the Street Profits. They're, they're, they're way people. smaller, but I think they're more dynamic though as well. Yeah, it will look like older brothers beating the shit out of younger brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, be, I believe. I believe so. You know. Um, <laughs> It's like these young kids just getting whooped by these two full-grown muscular adults. <laughs> you, know? you know, and you know what I what I love too about AEW is is um, you know the 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 ranking, like the whole the whole Kenny Omega. Like it doesn't work like that here. It doesn't work like that here, Daniel Bryan. You can't just attack me and get a title shot. Yeah. You have to have wins and losses. You know, like you know because like you look at the WWE. So Sasha Banks just comes in, and she beats up Becky, and she beats up whomever. And uh, now what? Sasha now Mike, she's na- now she's girl. in li- now she's in line for a title shot, even though she's been gone for like a year. It feels like I know. So it stupid. doesn't make any sense. Like no, no, no sense. No, no sense is nonsense. Um, you know, and uh, I don't know. I just I just think it's a little ridiculous. The, I agree the, the, with you hundred percent. And as much as I like to see Sasha Banks back in the mix. It's just like you just don't come back and just like you know you're constantly leaving and coming yeah. and going and like oh boy but she's reinvented herself she's reinvented her look anybody but Becky for crying out loud as far as I'm concerned but I do like um, I am I am becoming more of a Bianca Belair fan because I, I never understood the EST I thought that was like. Esquire for guys like EST. No, but no, no. now I know the whole story behind. It, like, cause she's the best. She's the EST of the best, and she's the EST of the rest, and she's the E. You know, and all the all the parts that EST is part of. Yeah, so I yeah. got all that. I I saw that promo and I loved it. So go. um, so yeah, I'm getting on. But but the hair thing is just like. At some point, she's going to lose her hair, but she's still a fantastic yeah. wrestler. And she's still strong as fuck. Yeah, now, I'll great, tell you who I have lost a little, uh, I don't know if it's a crush or if it's respect or whatever, but uh, in that, I think it was a four-way or maybe a three-way, no, a three-way dance on Rampage. Swole was in it. No, no, not Swole. Um, no, um... Who well um oh my god there were three women in it and yeah. um oh Jade Car uh, Jade Cargill was in it right uh, yeah and and I found out that uh, she's not she wasn't that great 
in a, in, a, in a match that featured, you know, two other girls with her. It was she was like the weak link of this match. And oh yeah, oh yeah, she's still very like, green. It it showed in that match. Yeah, like it's better to have her just do squash matches still, like like a female Goldberg. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, and because uh, they put her in this match and she's not, she's not there yet. She's no. not match ready to have a good match. Not to so, have a match to the level of the other two women she was working with. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was something. I thought that was something. Yeah. So, no, what I thought was something. Hey, uh, my boys there in the dark order, maybe uh, coming. There might have been a healing of the rift. It may have grown wider. We don't know. We'll see. I got my fresh. Everybody join the dark order. Fucking T-shirt on, baby. Love Sweet, it. yeah, that was well. It was a big show from Rochester, right? And that's his hometown. Yeah. And uh, you know, the, I think um, I think Negative One is now dating Tay Conti, and the <laughs> uh, <laughs> lucky little bastard, uh, you know. But um, I do, uh, I, you know what? When that border is open and there's a show in Rochester. You know we're there. We're gonna. Oh yeah, there. we got it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm vaxxed, like, waxed, and ready to spend racks, baby. I, I, I. There used to be a ferry that went from Rochester to Toronto. Oh, I'm not taking not, a boat. I'm not to no, know. That's. Uh, I'll die. What? That's how what? we die. Really? Not that On a boat? boat. Not that one. But, oh, well, Lake Ontario. Have... It's got a kraken in it. There's a kraken in Lake Ontario. No, there's a specific kraken. It's the cracky kraken. He, 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 he hangs around and he steals people's lighters and shit. Oh, he's fucking. <laughs> he, he's from the, the 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 crack from Hamilton is seeped into Lake Ontario. He's the fucking yeah, cracky the kraken. Crack, exactly. Yeah. Well, you don't want that action, bro. There's we uh, land like animals. But if you have to go around the lake. We could have just went across the lake on a boat. Toronto to Rochester. But the thing is, is like people from Rochester come to Toronto, but nobody's going to Rochester. We should go to Rochester and, and, and do a, a show. I've always wanted to go to Rochester because in Ottawa, uh, oh. all of our channels, like like uh, CBS, ABC, and NBC, they were all Rochester affiliates. So nice. we got Rochester commercials and we got Rochester, like, like, all you're the like oh, shit. I like, really wanted to try Panino's pizza, and now I get the chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we went to Rochester, I'd be like, "Excuse me, but I gotta go by the War Memorial." Beep, 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 beep. I see the Amherst play, and then yeah. I have to go to Hop 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 Hop. I'm the real Easter Bunny, the crazy house of guitars, and uh, look at some guitars. Yeah. And then I have to go to JNR Groceries where. Uh, Smoke me two ninety five pound at JNR Groceries. Come on on to the JNR Groceries. Uh, <laughs> they you said all these commercials, and then of course there's like Raid the Hammer Shapiro. I sue drunks. One eight hundred nine eight seven nine eight seven nine eight seven. We gotta yeah. call that dude up. I would love. He's like I'm Raid the Hammer Shapiro, and it was like I was like I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. Then you know. That's uh, I love it, love it. <laughs> um, now, uh, what else have you got? I was to watch uh, wrestling wise. What else have you seen in the last uh, week or whatever? 
Well, yeah, I watched, uh, you know, I watched kind of half watched both Elevation and Dark. Uh, watched the old Dynamite, you know, watched the old Dynamite there, you know. Oh, I'm looking the, forward to it tonight. I'm so, I'm, I'm ready for it, you know. I, I'm ready to watch. I've got some time in between shows. I watched, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw. I didn't catch SmackDown, though, but I watched one of the summary videos, you know, so that's pretty Yeah, I missed, I missed everything. I missed SmackDown. I missed mm-hmm. Raw. I miss. I've. I saw Rampage. Um, yeah. yeah, I have not been. It's not. I. I. I watched the Channing Decker match. I was like, you know, I watched <laughs> nice. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so it was. A, I can run down Raw for you real quick if you want. Real quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. There's a real quick uh, rundown of Raw. We had a bit of the draft shit. Okay, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we had the U.S. champion, uh, Damian Priest, fought Jeff Hardy. Uh, he retained, and then Austin Theory came down after the ring, pretending to be a fan of his, took a, a selfie with Jeff Hardy, and then fucking demolished him. It's so oh. stupid. Well, uh, Jeff I, Hardy's not not he's not going anywhere. They're just going to beat him up, and he's almost yeah. done. I think he's yeah, got a, maybe a year left, and he's out. You know, yeah. uh, Shayna Baszler kept fucking wrecking people. Wreck uh, wrecked Dana Brooke. Uh, but like the fucking commentators really buried Dana Brooke hard uh, for some reason. I don't know why they fucking really like like buried her as hard as they did, but they did. Uh, Angel Garza and Herberto Carrillo beat Mansoor and uh, Mustafa Ali, which is good. I like those. Now, boys. now we're we're like also we're getting ready to go in, in the Crown Jewel, which is in a couple yep. weeks. Yep. 100%. So. Yeah, okay. We're, we're setting gonna, some stuff up. Are they are they bringing anybody back for Crown Jewel? Oh, yeah, I, I don't uh maybe. We'll see. Oh. Maybe no. Yokozuna? <laughs> Yokozuna? Well, no, so, he's he's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was like the last Crown Jewel. They kept asking for dead people. That's amazing. Uh Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh They asked for the but, ultimate warrior. Uh, so, yeah. Well, no, he's he's dead. <laughs> uh, Biggie and Drew McIntyre beat Dolph Ziggler and uh, Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs. Uh, now, what is the point of even? Why are you putting Biggie in a tag team match when he's the world championship? Because they would like I don't know uh, to start to start this like earlier on in the the night. I can't remember when it happened. Might have just been before this. Uh, Dolph Ziggler came out and was like, "Biggie, remember how you got here? It was me." Drew McIntyre, you do you remember? It was it it was also me. This is after like Big E and Drew McIntyre had agreed to fight each other at Crown Jewel, by the way. Uh, and then Dolph Ziggler came out and was like, "Well, me, I did, I did all of this." So then, of course, there's a tag team match that had to happen uh, for some reason. All right, and they beat him up, and they beat him up. Uh, <laughs> then Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash uh, beat Natalia and Tamina again. Uh, yeah. Uh, Goldberg and Bobby Lashley kind of cut like you know. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna fucking go, baby. They're gonna go with each other. A crown jewel. That'll be good. I can't wait for crown jewel now. Goldberg. I'm excited. Goldberger <laughs> called him. Goldberg said he was gonna murder him. Like literally said he was gonna murder him. It was great. Uh, the New Day beat up uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. So it's good that they're back. Uh, tend to rack up those L's, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair beat uh, Charlotte Flair by DQ because the man and all that shits. And that was it. That was Raw. Well, that sounds like a good Raw, to be honest. It was like, maybe, uh, 
super enthusiastic about it, but it wasn't a bad raw. Like there was uh there was some good matches, there were some low points, but I, I thoroughly you know, I enjoyed it. Well, the WWE's putting together uh, a pretty good product. So uh yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much that's it. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh okay. So what I'm gonna do right now is I'm going to uh I'm going to uh throw to myself and Michelle yep. Shaughnessy for the heels review. And folks, we are back with the Heels on Stars review with Michelle Shaughnessy. Michelle is sitting right here in studio. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Did you hear um, that (laughs) episode six um, is the last episode until we get more? Uh, Right now? It is the last episode until we get more. Because there should have been one last Sunday, but there was not. I don't know why, but Wasn't there the Emmys on last Sunday. Oh, the Emmys were on last Sunday. That yeah, is right. So Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Go. I don't know either. But good episode. Good episode. Is this one called again? Well, let me tell you, folks. Okay. Here's here is the uh, the byline as well as the name. It's episode six. House show. Uh, two rival brothers. One ring. Uh, one ring heel and the other a hero grapple over their late father's wrestling promotion business. Okay, I think while it sounds like you're saying like the. The premise of the show. It does sound like the premise of the show, but that's the premise it gives me for uh, the episode. Oh, here we go. Here's a better. Here's a better episode uh, uh, byline. Um, wait, it says this episode is. Oh no, I've watched this episode. Yes, um, yes, and that's we're doing the review for it. Okay. Wow. Do you want to start again? No, well, no. I'm trying to eat up my time because I power talked through him the whole last uh, I am yeah, trying to get, get to say anything I am trying to get some minutes in uh here we go house show all right it's it's the day of uh big Jim's baby uh baptism and a new beginning for everyone in Duffy meanwhile Jack's running around prepping and promoting uh, the upcoming match at the fair but is also trying to make time for those in his life who deserve it the most uh very tough episode for Jack and uh a very good episode it seems, uh, for overall, everything else. Yes. Yeah, so we didn't have wrestling again in this episode. Last one, episode five, was very, very wrestle-heavy. Uh, this one didn't, and that's fine. But for me, personally, I really like the ones with more of the action. Hold on. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. What? You're trying to tell me we didn't have any wrestling in a show about wrestling that features one of the greatest wrestlers, the hardcore uh, legend himself, oh, Mick Foley. I had- Part yet. Yes, McFoley was in it. He played a podcaster named Dick that hosted the podcast No Questions Barred. Oh, are you calling him a dick because he unfollowed you on Twitter? Is this what's going on? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed by that. I have no idea what happened. I love McFoley. I've opened for him. I've worked with him. And then he took a Twitter hiatus and when he came back on he wasn't following me anymore. And it's really sad. And I don't know. I don't think I did anything. I think he I, I don't think just cleared so. it out because he's barely following anyone now. Who knows? Still, it cuts a little bit. I mean, first Ryback now, Mick, like, really? I know. Really? And Sting didn't even say anything when you sat near him. What's up with that? No, but Mean Gene was very kind when I met him. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'll am i take that. I'll take that. Um, You're going to have to because <laughs> I, I don't think Mean Gene. I know. Is he dead? I think, I think he's dead. If you unfollow me, it's fine. I'm over it. Uh, All right. I, I, that's a lie. I'm not over it. Anyway, Casey, I was getting to the podcast part. All Mick right. plays a podcast host named Dick that has well, well, podcast, well, no well, questions then, barred. Well, why don't but we get to the start? We're not even at that part yet. Then why did you bring it up? 
Because if I didn't bring it up, <laughs> I would have nothing to say during the whole episode. Listen, I've really taken kindly to just powering through these and letting you chirp in. All right. Well, let's so go. Let go. Okay. Here we go. So I really liked that there was more character development in this episode, as yeah. we talked about in episode five. So Apocalypse, played by James Harrison. We yes. have him at the beginning of the episode in the AA meeting. Yeah. Not only is he in the AA meeting, he's sharing his story about what being sober means to him and how he had to get rid of the drink. And then we find out that he's running the meeting. So he's yeah. giving out the chips. To give out the chips. chips to that woman, Debbie. It's like her 30 days or something. I guess if you don't, chant, you don't Debbie, drink, you eat chips. They are. No, you get coins or, or chips. Uh, or chips. I don't know. It's a sobriety chip. It's a sobriety chip. Like. Yes, it is. Uh, so he's giving out those. Yes. And I liked that because I think it showed. Um, we, we haven't seen much of him so far. No, this is the first time you got to, to see anything about his character, yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah. And there was more to Rooster um, in this episode, too. Uh, Alan Maldonado is the actor. I looked him up because I thought he was doing a really good job. Wanted to yeah. know more about him. So there's more about Rooster in this episode. As we left him in the last episode, he was mad that he didn't think Jack was giving him credit where credit is due. So this episode, uh, he is approached by a competitor mm-hmm. who basically says, fuck Jack. I want to yeah. break down the DWL. I want you. I know you're a star. Yes. Now he plays it coy with the guy because the guy throws money at him. He takes offense to it and says, yeah. don't throw your money at me. Yeah. $1,000. Um, throw it at me. Yeah. I'll take your $1,000. And so then he goes to try to talk to Jack and Jack kind of blows him off. Yes. And he wants to be the main event for the state fair. He wants to chance at the main event in the state fair. And Jack is pretty much like, why do I keep having this? This is the line I like. said, so why do we keep having the same conversation with you? And we just said, it may seem the same, but every time yeah. it's a little, a little different. bit different. And then walked away and I was like, boom, yeah. you're going to leave. Oh, he is going to so leave. we don't know what happened with him, but that, that was his kind of storyline. Oh, no, he left at the very end. He at leaves. The, at the very end, but we weren't we're not at the very end yet. No, we're not there yet. Well, so anyway, but he had, I like his character development as well. And uh, Willie Day and yes. Wild Bill, we learned quite a lot about their back relationship because she is not happy that he's back. Nobody's happy he's back, but Jack knows that he needs him for the, D- the DWL now. But they're all kind of, uh, Willie's pissy, she points out that he never did one single thing for them when he was um, at the height of his fame. He yeah. didn't help them out and he didn't. And now no. that he needs them, yes, they're just going to say, okay. But they have no choice. They need butts yeah. in the seats. He's famous. And they said he's the only wrestler that ever came out of Duffy and made a name for himself. Despite the fact that uh, she did not bet on him, she bet on Tom. Yeah, we find out that she used to be his valet and they yes. were dating. And then she leaves him. To be with Tom. Yeah. And he was fine with that, but Tom's he did but- not know that that meant that she was also going to kick her out of his bed. I did not know that you were going to kick me out of your bed. Yeah. And by the way, this is... Um, I was kind to you because I was in love Tom with Spade, you. Tom Spade, by the way. Tom Spade is Jack and Ace's Dad. father, and he started the DWL. So yes. that's who she was with. So she left... Wild Bill for him, and he says it crushed him. It crushed him, and he held crushed on to it. that rage. I held on for to years. it for years. For uh, years. So we learned about that storyline. He apologizes for what he said to her daughter in the previous episode about the abortion. Yeah, he was pretty harsh. Um, he said I was not around to pay for that other abortion. But you know what? He's starting to grow on me. He's he, starting to grow on me. He's my favorite character, I think, in the show. He's starting to grow on me. Um, I like the actor. That's why I like him. Well, he's very good. Yeah. He's very good. We see more of Bobby Pin, who we left last time with getting the pin in his leg. Yeah. But you know what I just put? Bobby Pin. Like yeah. Bobby Pin. 
So he should be a, bo- a safety a safety man or no? I just Bobby I Pin? just never made the connection before. Bobby Pin, Bobby Pin, like Bobby Pin in my hair. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Pin in his leg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he came out of surgery. Bobby we pinned see, in the ring. So they go to the christening. They go to Big Jim's christening. Ace has to be the Godfather, and do yes. realize he has to give a little speech. Yeah, but he pulls it through, and he does it. Uh, Jack, on the other hand, does not make it to the christening. He's doing Dick no McFoley's podcast. Yes, gets stuck in traffic. Yeah, and uh, he didn't get stuck in traffic. There was just traffic put in front of him, like yes. a test. Yes. And he failed. He failed. Yeah. He had a four-wheeler fucking truck, and he did not go through the bush when he could have went through the bush. Mm-hmm. Could have went around him, but didn't. Chose to go backtracking, and you're never going to win so when you got to backtrack. But he's there at the barbecue to give his his thanks. Yeah. His wife pretty much throws him under the bus about not going to yeah not going to the christening. Uh, she missed- says it in front of the... I don't know. I don't think it's a priest. I think it's just a reverend or whatever. Yeah. 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 Whatever they're... Yeah, maybe a pastor. Religion maybe guy a, is. Maybe a pastor. Um, but Ace does a good job. It's nice to see his soft side. He's holding the baby. Looks looks good holding the baby. Yeah. So at the barbecue, yeah. I think it was a barbecue after. They had corn and yeah. whatnot. Um, he helps Bobby Pin with his yeah. flakes. Bobby Pin's on crutches. And he shakes the guy's hand. And Bobby Pin, this is what I, I rewinded to make sure I saw this correctly. Bobby Pin not only forgives the guy, but he initiated a handshake with him. Yeah. He stuck his hand out and said, it's okay. Now we talk about it. We're all good. I, I don't understand how this guy can be that nice. Either he's holding this in, and we're going to see it come out later on in the series. Oh. Because how can he be this nice? The guy broke his leg on purpose. Maybe oh. he feels bad for him because he understands everything he's going through. Yeah, but he didn't, he isn't doing anything with Crystal. They hadn't done anything. Yeah, but he's still like, from, he doesn't know that he had intent in doing that. He just thinks it happened in the ring. I don't think so. He knows because he said, didn't say, well, he's oh, I know just, you didn't do it on Then purpose. he's just being the nice guy then. I think he is, but I wonder if we'll see a change in that at all in this he, series. Look at I told you last week, he owes him a big receipt. There's a receipt coming. He yeah. owes him a, oh, yes. Okay. Wrestlers have that right. That's the wrestler. If this went to wrestler's court. He would be awarded a receipt to to deliver whatever he wants. <laughs> we see a lot of um flashbacks in this one to Ace's relationship with his father and how much his father did love him mm-hmm. and said, you know, he's going to be pro footballer. Like yeah, how great he was. We saw Georgia a lot College, of all of that. Yeah, yeah, and then they oh yeah, and that's and then they show the footage to make us believe that he's a great quarterback. It's just a bunch of kids playing in the fucking backyard. We don't even know. <laughs> Like, he might be the best kid out of a bunch of kids in the fucking schoolyard, but we don't know. Show him at, show him in high school where he is, like, the captain of the football team. Show me Lance Harbor. Sorry, show me, sorry, sorry. Show me Lance Harbor. I clicked on an Instagram video of uh, a plastic surgery. I didn't mean to, and there was music behind it. So if that's, that's all right. Heard, I apologize. I'm listening, I swear. Uh, yeah, no, Casey was really strong about that. He did not like that we did not see older ace playing football show um, me show me the billboard on on tom duffy's uh lawn or show me the billboard on tom spade's lawn that has a picture of a spade in a quarterback outfit a spade quarterback of this team like lance harbour or joe mixon i don't want your life varsity blues is it all ringing a bell to you one of the greatest football movies of all time Johnny Be Good, another great this movie. This is a wrestling podcast, Casey, not a football movie podcast. This show is a ripoff of Friday Night it's Lights. It's not a ripoff. It is a pair. It is not. It is Friday Night Tights. It's not Friday. Okay. Friday Night right. Tights. I can't, I can't Friday Night Fights. I can't deal. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with your puns. Anyway, back to the recap. It was a good episode in that regard. Um, he didn't hear her song. 
Yeah, his wife sang. Yeah. She likes to sing. It's not my favorite part of the episode. She's a very talented singer. I'm not saying she's not. I just don't want to. You know who does think she's a very talented singer? Who? The Bible thumping wife of their sponsorship. Oh, yeah. She's like, I've told you a hundred times. And, uh, yeah. So what oh, else you got? Oh, also. What, okay. I'm oh, trying to remember. Bobby Pin likes ranch. Have we talked about he, that? Okay. Yeah. So he was like. Just put some ranch on it. And Ace was like on the corn. He's like all over. And then he's like, say when. And it goes forever. And then finally he's like, when. So Bobby Pin likes the ranch. And we like that. Um, now, who was it that. Okay. I wrote down a line that Wild Bill said yeah. about Ace. And I don't remember who he was saying it to. Because someone was talking about how. I don't know. People were scouting Ace. And he said, Ace he is had the just golden- a tall blonde bro that dumb women want to fuck. fuck. Yeah. And fuckability doesn't last forever. No. Who did he say that to? Was that to Willie? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was definitely because who else would he say it to? Yeah. So I I I liked that line. Yeah. Ace is just tall, dumb bro. The dumb woman want to fuck. And fuckability doesn't last forever. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That was a pretty good line. That's Um, a good line because there was um there is a line that happened in AEW last week. Okay. And uh, Ruby Soho who used to be Ruby Riot in the WWE, oh, yeah. who is now in the AEW as Ruby Soho, she's with Britt Baker, and she goes, uh, she goes, from what I've gathered here, it's just like over there, because over there, uh, every girl I met was pretty talented in the ring, but really, they were just banging some other dude in the back. And that, and that, who like, said that? Ruby Soho said that to what? Britt Baker. Because Britt Baker is, is with Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, but in so, so she's just basically saying, you're no different than any of the girls in, WC, in WWE. Yeah, okay. you're, you're, you're hooked up with one of the guys in the back, and you're an average talent at best. And this kind of reminded me of that, the way, the way she said that. Oh, also, Crystal doesn't know where her place is anymore. Yeah. Because she's not Ace's valet. No. We all know what happened there. And Ricky. And Bobby Pin is out for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't know where her place is. She tried to talk to Willie about it. And Willie was very like, sounds to me like you know where your place is. Um, oh. Because she was like, why don't you talk to Jack? And she's scared to talk to Jack. Yeah. But she... You know, Willie basically told her you made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like Crystal doesn't have a place right now. So will she? Will they find another spot for her? Will this be her time to wrestle? Who knows? Or will they just be like "fuck you" and give her a little hiatus? Well, you never know. You never know. Uh, you know, uh, the, there are many options. She could, you know, she could uh, pair up with anybody. You know, um, I'd really like to see. Her wrestle storyline come out because we all know it's going to happen. They've well, alluded to it so many times. We've seen her talent. In we the... need a girl for her to wrestle, or we need a guy Trish. for her to wrestle. Trish, what? Maybe they should throw her in the ring with Trish, the bartender whore. I thought you meant Trish Stratus. No, I was like, uh, no, she's little... not that good. The bartender whore. You, okay. Ace's new valet. First of all, Ace's new valet and knows nothing about wrestling, yeah. so that's not even going to be a good match. It's not even an option yet. The fact is, is she's going to have to wrestle a guy. Which is fine. There's a lot of women versus men wrestlers. There's a lot of intergender wrestlers, uh, intergender matches. Um, you know, because most look, look at she trained with guys to become a wrestler. She can wrestle guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I really want to see that storyline come out soon because I think it's time. I think it's time that we see a girl in the ring, um, in the show. I mean, we're going into episode seven now and we haven't seen that at all. So I'd really like that. Um, 
Also, one thing that I really liked was the locker room scene where the guys were talking about why men have nipples. Yeah. I think that showed how the guys are fun and they're friends and they're lighthearted. They start talking about why do men have nipples and what yeah. it would be like to breastfeed babies. And uh, oh. it, it was really weird conversation, but they all ended up like laughing and uh, having a great time. And it really showed their like friendship. Yeah. Um, and Bobby Pin doesn't know the Vietnam War is. That made me laugh. He's like, my dad was in Vietnam. He's like, doing what? He's like, mm-hmm. in Vietnam, the war. And he was like, oh, yeah. Sorry, I I don't know all the wars. <laughs> I have I've that missed some I've missed some of the award shows. The, oh, <laughs> did you say award shows? Award? Oh, is that what they are? Um, I think that's most of the cap. Well, I don't think we. Well, they're like yeah. So what we did learn was that um, Willie accept kind of accepted. Uh, well, she also apologized. While Bill's yeah, so they both apologized to and each other. She kind of accepted it. Which is good. Um, but she also said sorry for hurting you all those years ago. You know, yeah. She was also right. She said, sorry, I thought that by taking you into my home, like giving you a place, letting yeah. you leave all your shit here, you knew that we were good. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, and then he made jokes about maple syrup in the morning and made, and I love when he, when he got thrown out. Uh, her husband was like, uh, what, are, what are you doing? Who stop shaking that? I'm like, what, what are you making that noise for? I'm These like, are Velaments, fresh and pure. They're sugar-free. I buy them on Amazon. Velaments, if you're looking for a podcast to sponsor, reach out to me at Michelle's Funny or at Talk and Wrestling. Velaments, fresh and pure. All right. <laughs> yes, Velaments. Michelle ate 19 Velaments this episode. <laughs> um, they're, they're supposed to suck on them, but she eats them. And uh, like Bobby Pin, she likes ranch on them as well, which is disgusting. <laughs> she dips them in ranch, I and don't. she's like like corn on the cob, Bobby Pin style. Um, what did you think of the episode overall? I liked it. I liked it. I just uh, you know, I like the. I used to catch fireflies when I was a kid. So I kind of like at the end, they're, they're doing the family thing. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, I want more out of you, Jack. We deserve more. So, Jack, get your shit together and do more. Like, first of all, first of all, why? And he has to run the DWL. Yeah, but how come he's writing the script every fucking week? Why can't you write six weeks of fucking wrestling like a normal booker? Book six weeks in advance. You know, I don't book. If I'm booking comedy shows, I'm not booking it every week. I'm booking the shows in advance so I don't have to rush. Well, so I can have ha- time with my family. Maybe he'll have to hire a writer. Well, oh, maybe Crystal will get to write because the thing that she wrote to say to Ace was pretty damn good. Maybe there's an option. Maybe there's an. O- maybe she valets for 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 Jack himself. You know. Maybe. Who there's, knows? There's a, maybe they have an affair. Okay. And okay, then maybe. Thank you so much for listening. Well, to we don't know if they're going to have an affair. Have an affair, Casey. We gotta see. We gotta. Sorry, Casey's a little thrown off because there's no tits in this episode. Uh, uh that's what up, I'm getting two to. Two episodes in a row, can, no tits. Call, so can we call them boobs, please? Boobs, please. Boobs, now boobs, look at this. Is where I'm getting to right now. Is we gotta need if 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 this happens, there's we need to see Jack's wife's boobs. They're the only boobs that haven't been on the show okay, yet. I, I don't want to be associated with this. What? She's a nice religious woman that sings in church, and you think that you have a right to see her boobs. I'm not saying that. I'm no. just... uh-uh. Well, why do we have to see Crystal's boobs time and time and time and time and time again? Crystal is not uh, someone's wife. She's not a married lady. Don't disrespect <sighs> Stacey Spade like that. You shut your mouth. Well, fair enough. That's, Thank that's you. That's the, you know what? 
that's why we do have you on this show because now you made me realize that that is someone's wife and I should have a little more respect and I'm sorry. Thank so, you. not to you, to Jack Spade for even getting on his wife. I didn't even mean to say it. And I take it back. Shame, shame. Know your name. <laughs> yeah, I know his name too. Steve Arnell. Okay. So, whatever. Thanks for listening. I think I'm doing a really good job of um, doing a lot of talking in these past reviews. So Yeah, yeah, you did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> We're just almost at the at the at the mark where we say goodbye. How many more minutes do we have? We don't. We have uh, 15 more seconds. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Velaments. Fresh and pure. Stop it talking velaments. <laughs> Free velaments. So you can't get mad. You can't get mad at me if I want to talk boobs and you pitch melons. Velaments. Melon flavored melons. Melon mints. Velaments. Big old melons anyway, in your watch mouth. Heels on Stars. I'll be back. Yeah, you'll be back. Uh, well, we don't even know. You might be back next week. If there's an episode. Even if there's not, I'm just going to come back on and talk about something. I'll pick something to talk about. Pick something to talk about. Yeah. Maybe go in the network and find something on Peacock or find something on the network that you like. If you have Peacock at home, you have the network. Okay. So there we go. You you got the network? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, folks. That's uh, that's it. And uh, thank you for joining us for the Heels, the Stars on Heels review with Michelle Shaughnessy, Casey Corbin. And uh, back to you, uh, Casey and Reese. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, uh, for joining us today on Talking Wrestling. Uh, for Reese, myself, and Never Sleeps Network, uh, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your uh, ears. And uh, we're going to be back, and we're going to be talking at you next week when I'm back in Toronto, and we're off tour. And uh, but right now, uh, enjoy the heels review with uh, Michelle Shaughnessy and um, and myself, Keith Corn. All right, so uh, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.